You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, villagers. Oh my goodness, happy Friday, you guys. We made it to the end of a week. Hello, weekend. I am so excited for this weekend. I got a lot of big things on the horizon. I need a couple days to just chill and be with Nicholas and our pup and our family and our friends and to just kind of have me time and not think about work. Not that it is stressful, but it's just a lot. It's intense. So what's going on in your life that is intense? Could you use a break? Could it be a five-minute break? Could it be a two-minute break? Could it be a weekend retreat? Could you just use a night away with just you and your partner? Could you use someone taking your kids? Maybe it's your partner and your kids that go away and leave you at home by yourself. What do you need? Do you need just an hour to take a bath in peace? Do you need two minutes to just sit and cry? Do you need 10 minutes to just look in the mirror and tell yourself how freaking wonderful you are? Think about it. Whatever you need, I challenge you to verbalize it. I challenge you to tell somebody. I challenge you to make it happen. If you want it to happen, you have to start to put steps into place. And then I do believe that the pieces normally fall into place if things are meant to be. So make way for that to happen. Put it out in the universe. Say, I want this. I need an hour to do that. I need a weekend retreat with this person or without these people. Don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. You have to... Start by advocating for yourself and then putting pieces at play. Go ahead. That's what I challenge you to do before the next time that we talk on Tuesday. Ha! Happy Friday, you guys. Yes, I love, love, love that you are taking time to tune in to be with me today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I know there are thousands and thousands and thousands of other podcasts that you could be listening to and you're choosing to spend it with me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thanks also for telling your friends our numbers are growing every single day. Thank you so, so much. Tag a friend in this episode if you know someone that could benefit from hearing what today's episode is about. You're listening to episode number 66, another Friday free talk of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. Today I'm diving into the seasons and the change in seasons and how that impacts humans and our births and our children, our behavior, our mental health, 
this was all sparked because I was contacted by a magazine to speak on the impacts of the fall equinox on births and what I saw. So I spoke about what I knew about storms and how that impacted things because um, storms are definitely can definitely be seasonal like there's you know hurricane season and there are snowstorm seasons so that's what I spoke to and there was definitely a a pattern in my own business and so I know that this energy talk of like is a little bit woo-woo and so some people are not going to believe this, but there's no denying that energy plays a role in our lives, like even basic matter, right? And the, the very basic of the way our world works, the way things are held in place, the way things interact, like the planets are held in place and they are held... You know, they, they constantly rotate by the same energy that holds them in place. And the tides are impacted on the energetic pull or by the energetic pull. Um, you can ask any teacher on the block and they will tell you that there is no question about it. Certain things impact children's behaviors. Things like storms and moons, new moons, full moons. Oh my goodness, children's behaviors are just wacky. You might see changes in their sleep. It's really crazy. So the woo-woo talk, I don't know. Don't have to believe it. The energy talk, I don't know how you can't. All right, I'm going to dive into what I know, and then I'm going to share what I discovered when I was looking into this. So, what I know. Moons and storms impact births and children. Um, so, new moons, oh my goodness, it brings on a slew of babies. It also makes kids be really wild animals. Um, you know, people explain away so much, like, oh, it's a new moon, oh, it's a full moon, oh, it's this, oh, it's that. Um, there's no question about it. It impacts us. Storms are the same thing. So in the birth world, we see spikes in deliveries and, and babies being born when there are storms, and this includes, like, snowstorms, and that's because the barometric pressure drops and so you have to think that the barometric pressure works with the water on the earth and since humans are mainly water it affects us and essentially or especially your amniotic sac is mainly water or it, it literally is water it's just like this big sack of water it's like a balloon that's a water balloon right and that's definitely gonna be impacted by the energetic pull of the earth. So, you know, it's like Mother Nature has built in days of rest and balance for us because the spring equinox and the fall equinox, these are days that are supposedly days of complete balance. Like everything is supposed to be in harmony and complete balance. Nothing is supposed to be out of alignment because Equinoxes are the midway points of the seasons. So they, they tell you that you're like halfway through. And I knew with my mental health background that seasons also impacted 
mental health and that, you know, depression and anxiety generally spiked in the colder months and the fall time, so fall and winter. Um, you know, there are impacts on bipolar disorder in the spring and the summer because of the hustle and bustle of everyone being so fast. Um, also, seasonal affective disorder, so that's huge. So I spoke to all of this in to the magazine people, and I then had this fire in my head, and I wanted to go more. I wanted to research even more, and I wanted to see what I could find, and it was really, really insane what I found. So I first looked at my own business. I wanted to see if there were spikes in my own business and there are. There are three spikes throughout the year and they are correlated to different things in human behavior. So things like celebrations and season changes was one of them. It's really crazy. So there's no proof. I have no idea why these spikes are happening. But when you look at them compared to season changes and what is happening at that time of the year, it's cool because it's like a possible thing. It makes sense of why that might be happening. So that's really cool. So I see spikes in February and March because that is well, conception is when the weather begins to warm up. So that makes sense. People are feeling frisky. They're getting out of their homes. They're making babies. Then I see another one in like May, June. And that is, that puts conception with the onset of fall. So that makes sense to a different set of people. The people who like to be cozy and that makes them feel frisky there you go, the onset of fall. And then I see an August-September spike as well, and that means that those are holiday babies during the winter. So it's really funny when you look at the seasons and what is happening throughout the year to when you are born, when your children are born, when your friends are born, when your partner's born. I've done it to everyone around me, and it's really hilarious, and um, it's fun to think. So... Have fun with that. Unfortunately, there's not too much research out there about the equinoxes. I think it's a little too woo-woo or maybe too energy spiritual. I'm not super sure why, but I began to look into um, more about like the weather and seasons because the weather can absolutely be tied to seasons and one of the first things that came up was hurricanes and although I live in Boston I'm based in Boston I did not grow up here I grew up in Mississippi uh close very close to the the coast the shoreline of Mississippi down um in the the bay so I grew up with hurricanes and it was obviously very intriguing to me and I found this article that was explaining research that said exposure to hurricanes in the third trimester can be linked to, might be linked to, abnormal conditions and complications or what they define as abnormal conditions and complications and 
you know, they did explain that you do have to take into account, like, the stress of prepping for a hurricane and that the medical aid was probably, like, rationed, if you will. Um, you know, they, they try and say, like, unless it's an emergency, don't come in, try and deal with it at home, um, trying to prep the hospitals for a hurricane. Everything gets kind of disrupted. So they did question that. Um, but it was just really interesting. The study also showed that the rate of inductions before a hurricane goes up because people try and have their babies before the hurricane comes. Um, you know, maybe for fear of not being able to get to the hospital or maybe for fear of not being safe. I'm not exactly sure. Um, the The article also has a lot more information, so I've linked it in the show notes. You should check that out. It has so many more things. I just wanted to pick out one little piece and tell you about that. So I mentioned this a little bit before, but seasonal affective disorder um, is not only for adults. Kids can also have this. You might see things like shift in their energy and uh, behavior that is what you consider not like them, a, a shift in their sleep, a shift in all sorts of things. Um, just be on the lookout because seasonal affective disorder, I think a lot of people only think that that is for adults and it is, is not the case. That's not true. Uh, children can very much have it, especially in the winter and the fall, because the weather just isn't appropriate to always go outside if you live in a place that has very extreme weather during the winter. So, you know, or the summer. So some places have very extreme summers. It's the same thing. If your child has to be indoors for uh, an extended period of time, um, you might you might see some of these shifts happening, and you just want to be aware because the seasons absolutely affect that in children too because what happens is you have things in your brain like neuropeptides, uh, neurotransmitters, the hormones that are in your brain, all sorts of things that are in your brain that play a role in our moods and our behaviors and what you see and the, the feeling of the seasons, all the mental health piece too. So all of your past memories of this season and if there's any trauma back there, if this is a really awesome season or if this is a season of, you know, anxiety or no matter what it could be, all of that's going to come back. So seasons definitely impact what goes on in your brain. So I also wanted to ask parents, since there's such limited research out there on all of this, I wanted to know, did parents think children born in different times of the year turned out different because of the year? And it turns out that hundreds of moms have shared their experiences with babies being born in different seasons and having drastically different personalities and temperaments. Can you believe it? I mean, it makes sense from an energetic standpoint, right? Because babies who are born in the fall are welcomed into this world of like warm and cozy and getting ready to hibernate and getting ready to, to go indoors and kind of hunger down for the winter and spend time with family and rejuvenate and live a slow life where children who are born in the spring... It's a happy time and it's a time of rebirth and, you know, new beginnings and being reborn again. But it's also a time of really fast 
energy and like high energy and hustle and bustle and it can really be overstimulating and I think babies can be caught up in that because they're very very sensitive to the energy around them if you don't know this about babies oh my goodness please look into it I, I if there's nothing else you need to know about babies it's that they're they're genuinely sensitive extra sensitive to the energy around them and so I think if you have a baby in the spring, you want to you want to be careful to shield them from all of that high energy or you want to make sure that you're you're doing it in doses and you're doing it incrementally and you want to make sure that you're providing them with lots of opportunities to just rest and um you know grow and develop and kind of digest all the things they have taken in because everything is so new for them. Everything is so new. So just be aware of this um you know and also you know what I found that some cultures consider babies born in an equinox or like on the equinox are like super good luck babies isn't that cool so let's talk about what you can do about this um, before I dive into this, obviously, here's the thing about that I'm not a doctor. I'm definitely not your doctor. I mean, I'm not a doctor, period, so you shouldn't definitely be taking this as medical advice, but I'm not your doctor, for sure. I'm not a doctor at all. Um, you should be talking to someone that knows your medical history. Um, go to them. They will have a plan for you. If you want to explore different options, you can email me. I can give you options, such as acupuncture is an option, chiropractic is an option, those are all options that you have. I won't be able to say like, here's a cure, here's this, here's that. So I wanted to share with you some of the options that you have. So you can definitely go to your doctor. They can give you medicine. There's medicine for seasonal affective disorder. There's medicine for depression and things that come seasonally and that's okay. You need to talk to your doctor about that. If you think that medicine is the option for you, no shame in that at all. And you know what? No one even has to know. That's the thing. No one has to know. You don't have to share this information with anyone. Also, talk therapy. I'm a big advocate for talk therapy. I use it when I need it. Um, I've gone for long stints and I've gone for short stints and I go incrementally and I think it's awesome. I think everyone could benefit for or from talk therapy. I am a big, big advocate. Again, no one has to know. You can just say an appointment and then when people ask you what kind of appointment, you can say, hey, guess what? Don't be a nosy rosy. I love you. Goodbye. And totally don't tell them. You do not have to tell people. Some people choose to do vitamin D. Again, not a doctor. You should talk to yours. Um, you can get vitamin D over the counter, and it comes in gummies or little capsules that you swallow. For babies, it comes in drops, so that's fun. You just, like, put it in their milk or their drink, and they get it that way. Again, you need to talk to their pediatrician for that. Um, also, light therapy, so that's a thing. Also, they have... Uh, little light therapies, you know, that doesn't require any big investment or no process, really. You can just order them off of Amazon. Um, I don't know if they work. I know people who have them. I know people who like them. I know people who say, meh, it didn't work for me, and I have never tried it. So give it a go. Maybe it will work for you. You know what's a big one? You should 
you should readjust your life a little bit. And I know that seems, that sounds really drastic when I say that, but you need to reevaluate what's stressing you and what can wait until maybe the spring when the days are longer, when you feel more rejuvenated, when the world around you is not slowing down, when it's not a time to get cozy and, you know, hunger down for the winter, but in a place where it's like, Hustle and bustle starting to get up and people are starting to be reborn and things are starting to, you know, come out again from hibernation from the winter. So what can be put off to the spring to lighten your load? Because remember, the days do get shorter. Your energy is going to drop. That's all fairly normal for the winter. It shouldn't tank. If that happens, you should see someone. You should talk to someone about that. But, you know, seasonal changes are a little normal. It's normal for it to impact us, but not to drastically change our lives. Um, so reevaluate your stress. Don't try and keep the same things going all year long. It's It might not be the best thing for you. Also, you might want to talk to a, a, your doctor for sure, but a sleep specialist might know this answer. Um, some people use melatonin temporarily to help shift their sleep patterns. So if you're seeing a disruption in sleep during the, the seasons, your body might need a little temporary boost or a little stepping stone to help it make that shift to the next season. So again, I have heard people say that this doesn't work. I've heard people say that it does work. I have never personally tried it. I know that it's an option for you and why did you know about it? Think that you should look into all these options, 100%. Chiropractic care can also be another thing to help get you in alignment for the season changes. Um, your body is going to react physically, and so I think your body probably just needs seasonal adjustments. My final thing is acupuncture and Chinese medicine. So... Any acupuncture, well, I can't say that. All the acupuncturists I know use Chinese herbs as well. I would assume you would want to find someone who maybe does, um, you know, seasonal things or supports seasonal changes in your body for the acupuncture and the Chinese herbs. And there are things that you can get on to support those changes. They're temporary. Some of them are temporary. I do the temporary ones, and I do it at the end of one season and into the next one, and I help just, like, bridge that little gap. Um, and then the acupuncture is going to hit on places, too, that are supportive of that. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you learned something new either about our earth or your body or the seasons or how we react to the world around us and, um, you know, the seasons and the things that pull on our earth. This was a really fun episode. I'm going to link a blog as well that I wrote about this. And thanks so much for tuning in with me. I really appreciate your time. I hope that you have a fantastic Friday. Go out into the weekend. Don't forget to advocate for yourself. What is that one thing that you really need? Go ahead. Tell somebody. Tell somebody that you need it. Put something in place. Make it happen. Put yourself first. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know you can join our online tribes? 
Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook, and our Instagram tribe is at Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.